ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in, because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon, and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon Davis. Brother Frank, thank you for standing by. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fine, and you? Hey, I'm doing great, my friend. You got full time tonight, and uh, folks, we're excited to be here with Pastor Frank Marzullo. What is the name of your ministry? Is it Spiritual Warfare now? Uh, The name of the well, it's um, setting. um, Actually, it's Christian Covenant Fellowship and setting the captives free. The, and, uh, and I go by and I go by spiritual warfare now as my um, uh, webpage goes spiritualwarfarenow.com okay that's what I meant to say uh, your webpage spiritualwarfarenow.com okay I want to confirm correct fantastic folks welcome aboard please invite someone to tune in the easiest way to get them to the live show is send them to the website megamanradio.com and from there they have a couple options with that, uh, we're going to go live right now. Today is uh, Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. Brother Frank, would you like to open us up in prayer? Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we uh, open up this meeting. Father God, I ask that you um, block anything of my flesh. And I ask that you open up the ears and the eyes of the people who will have understanding of this, Father, in Jesus' name. I come against the spirit of the God of this age that blinds the minds so that people will not believe the light of the gospel. I, at Second Corinthians four four, the God of this age, I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, who blocks people from receiving the truth of the gospel, the whole gospel of Christ, the full gospel. And Lord, I ask that you open up the ears and the eyes of people to receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, brother Frank. The mic is yours. Take it away. Well, I'm going to talk to you about backsliding today family uh backsliding is something that happens to a lot of believers too 
It happens to, um, of course, people that have come to the truth and the knowledge of Jesus Christ, and then they they slide back. Now, it's a little bit different than apostasy. Apostasy is somebody who outright rejects Jesus. That's an apostasy, but backsliding is heading towards that. Now, when a person renounces Christ and does not repent, that person is most likely was never true true child of God and never was among the elect of God. That person has all the appearances of apostasy, but they're heading towards it. Now, Jesus said in Luke 9.62, he said this, No one, after putting his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. That should be alarming to us. That should be uh, totally alarming to us. Now, there are other scriptures here I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you about. I'm not going to talk to you about doctrine so much, but I'm going to bring to you scripture, let you form your own doctrine on, that, on these scriptures. Now, there's um, Hebrews 6, uh, verses 4 through 6, for it's impossible for those who are once enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gift – and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit, and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of this age to come, if they fall away, to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put him to an open shame. This should horrify those who have done this. Now, I'm, I'm going to show you something very important here. When we as, as Christians repent and turn from our wicked ways god will heal us now i know that it's this is a there's a couple of very hard scriptures here for you to swallow but these are for people who have are heading towards apostasy and those who are backslidden and for hebrews 10 a little bit further down hebrews 10 26 through 31 for if we Sin willfully, circle willfully, this is conditional. If we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. This should be horrifying. Now, I, I, I tell you what, you know, there's people that are saying, oh, they're pointing in the other direction. They're pointing towards people that, oh, I know this, such, such and such, uh, this applies to them. But I tell you what, it may apply to you too as well, because we sometimes, as Christians, justify our own sins, and we are in a backslidden state, and we don't even know it. It's like that old proverbial uh, message about the frog in the pot of boiling water. You don't put him in boiling water right away because he jumps out, but you turn it put them in cold water, and then you turn the heat up a little at a time. Well, that's what backsliding is. It's a little at a time. But it, now, uh, um, let me let me read over to um, um, the New American Heritage Dictionary. It states this about a backslider. A backslider is someone who lapses into an undesirable pattern of behavior. Backslide is to revert to sin or wrongdoing, especially in religious practices. Backsliding is to lapse morally, to revert to a worse condition. If there is a sin and a true-born believer who is backsliding, 
the Holy Spirit will convict them and they'll repent. Key, the word repent. The Holy Spirit will convict them and they'll repent. A person who's in an apostate will not repent and trample underfoot the blood covenant of Jesus. The, the, the focus here is on repentance and backsliding. Repentance, backsliding, repentance again. You see, Jesus told us in Matthew seven thirteen, enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. Then there are many, everybody say many, many who go in by it. What, 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 what is he talking about? He's talking about born again believers, people that are, 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 are they're, they're, they're heading towards the narrow, they're heading towards heaven in a narrow gate. And, and he says, this the broad is the way that leads to destruction and many go in by it because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way that leads to life and there are a few who find it wow this should enlighten us a little bit through his word jesus is telling us to stay on the narrow way we are to stay on the narrow road the way and if we find ourselves uh, backsliding, repent. Now, the book of Hosea and Jeremiah are books that call God's people to p- repent. Hear me now. This is for God's people to repent. Hosea and Jeremiah. And return from their backsliding. And they give many examples on how God feels about this. His, pe- his people, that's us. His people turning their backs on him and what they will receive for it. Now, the Word of God never changes. The Word of God never changes, family. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His Word never changes. He's the Word of God. You know, Isaiah 40, verse 8 says, The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the Word of our God stands forever. So don't think this is just the Old Testament. This is the Old Testament is just as relevant as the New Testament family. His word stands forever. So Hosea and Jeremiah talk about repentance and backsliding. How You know what? God still loves his people in spite of everything, what they've done. And he promises to forgive them and bless them again. After if 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 they return and learn to be faithful to him, God is very much very much concerned about us and our our accountability to him. Now let's look at Hosea fourteen four. The prophet Hosea describes the love of God towards a people that's us whose hearts have wandered far from His ways, and some of you have, and some sometimes some you know what everybody does. Sometimes we just just wander a little bit, a little out of the way, and we justify it. And we say, oh, God's okay about this. He's okay about me. But I tell you what, he's not okay about wandering out of the way. Here God expresses a deep inner longing and desire in his heart to be and to woo us back to him and to win us back by his love, by his grace. And he says, and I will heal their backsliding. He promises that I love you. I love you freely. You see, family, in Hosea 14.4, God loves us. He wants to heal our backsliding. Now, uh, what... uh, uh, when, when there's a, a spiritual problem that requires healing, basically there's an evil spirit behind it causing us. 
We need to get to those evil spirits at the end of this lesson. I'm going to show you how these evil spirits have uh, uh, called us away from God. Now, the word backslide literally means turning your back or turning away. Turning your back. And, and now, I, I want to give you some examples here. First Kings 11, 9. So the word became angry with Solomon. Wow, Solomon, the wisest man on earth. So the, the Lord became angry with Solomon because his heart was turned from the Lord, God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. So Solomon, you know, uh, was... He was a wise man. He was the wisest man that ever lived. However, God became angry angry at him because he turned from the Lord. Let's look at Revelation 2.4. Nevertheless, I have this against you. He's talking about the churches. I have this against you that you have left your first love. You left. What do you mean? I still love you, God. Well, well, well he, he judges us by our actions. You left your first love. Galatians 1, 6 and 7. I marvel. Now, Paul is right into the Galatians church. He marvels. Have you ever marveled? You go, wow, I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. So here we have people that are in the church. Paul is writing to them, the Galatian church. I marvel that you're turning away so soon. You're turning away. What do you mean turning away? You're backsliding. You're turning away. Watch this now. First Timothy 5.15. For some have already turned aside after Satan. Now, now, Paul is writing to Timothy. He says, some of you guys turned away from the truth. So I, you know, you turned to Satan. Wow. So backsliding could be a little bit, or you could actually turn all the way to following Satan. Psalm 125, verse 5. For such as turned aside to their crooked ways. Wow. For such has turned away to their crooked ways. That's right, crooked ways. That's what backsliding is. It's crooked ways. And the Lord shall lead them away with the workers of iniquity. Wow. So God will allow you to go that way. If you decide to turn away, he'll allow you to go. We have a free Free will, family. We have free will. We could choose to follow God or we could choose not to follow God. Now, Scripture metaphorically describes the backslidden state as serving two masters, forsaking the Lord, or going our own way, or leaving our first love, or forgetting God, or falling away, or turning aside, or growing cold, or departing from the faith, putting the hand to the plow, and looking back. That's Luke 9.62, in case you're looking for it. Our salt that has lost its savior. Uh, uh, so we savor. So we have uh, or, or, or even this, a dog returning to vomit, to his own vomit, or a dead branch. 
So this is a backslidden state. The backslider does not suddenly wake up one morning and go out and commit adultery. No, he doesn't. It's over a period of time. He justifies it. He may have become lax in his thought life or entertained fleshly desires. King David watched Bathsheba undress. And as soon he was uh, one step, it was another step for him to go into a backslidden state. He went, he went. King David, a man after God's own heart, he backslid. He committed adultery. Then he decided to take Bathsheba and for, uh, uh, have a, an adulterous affair with her. She was married, and soon he became um, um, troubled by this. He tried to kill his uh, husband, her husband, out in battle, and uh, he withdrew the troops and uh, conspired to have him murdered, and he was he died, and then he married her. Of course, we know what happened. His firstborn son was the was uh, died. That was the result of it. But um, anyway, there's this is the backslidden state. Now, it's a gradual process. It begins with a general feeling of spiritual indifference or false security. We think we are important people, the best nation in the world, but we fail to focus on spiritual things. Our flesh seeks fulfillment, family. Initially, our prayer life may be crowded out with other interests, innocent pastimes, and we fill our hearts and lives with junk. Our hunger for the word of God diminishes. Our church attendance usually slackens off. Our relationships undergo extreme stress. Our conviction of the Holy Spirit becomes increasingly uncomfortable. Soon we ignore God's appeal to return to his ways. In time, the fear of God departs and a feeling of discontentment and complete reordering of priorities in our life occurs. Then, one day, our hatred of sin is gone. And that's what happens in the backslidden state. It's a little at a time, a little at a time. It becomes easily easy to justify our actions. At, at one one point in our life, we would never even consider it, but we'd start justifying things. You know, we become uh, uh, insensitive to sin. That's what happens here. It's a little, a little, little, a little bit at a time. A callous heart becomes stone, conscience seared. This is what happens. You know. The farther we stray, the more distant God's voice becomes, and the more difficult it seems to find our way back. Now, family, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you because I expect that the Holy Spirit's going to pierce your heart tonight. Right now, he's going to pierce your heart. And all of a sudden, the things that you have been justifying in your mind – you're going to start saying, be becoming very uncomfortable with because uh, the Holy Spirit wants to convict you of sin that you've let come into your heart to pull you away from God. You know, you, you, you may be struggling in a fallen state, a backslidden state, and God is, is calling you out of that. The Bible says that the gospel of Jesus is veiled to those who are perishing. You see, a little at a time, little at a time. 
2 Corinthians 4, 3 through 4, but even our gospel is veiled and veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded. This is what I prayed this, this at the very beginning. There's a God that, of this age that are this world that blinds the mind so that we do not believe. Least the light of the gospel, the glory of Christ, should shine on them. Now, family, I want the Holy Spirit to shine on these areas tonight. These areas that you're struggling with. You've justified sin. You may be drinking. You may be smoking. You may be fornicating. You may be committing adultery. Or you may be heading in that direction. And God wants to say, stop. Turn around. Come back to me. So the backslidden people, for the most part, are okay with everything that's fine with them. They don't. They say to themselves, "I don't need anything." Just like the the people in Revelation three seventeen, I'm wealthy. I have everything. I, I I have riches. I don't need any. I don't need any counsel. I don't need to be refined by God. Oh yes, you do. Oh yes, you do. Oh yes, we do. There are consequences for our sin, family. When we hit the road of sin, there are consequences for it. And demons are behind it. They're pulling you. They're they're convincing you to commit a backslidden state. You may be overconfident like the people in Revelation 3.17. But I tell you what, God says, come back to me. You know, God, you know, he doesn't overlook this backslidden state Hosea 7 2 says this for they do not consider in their hearts oh gosh see this is where it is you got to consider into your heart what's going on he says they do not consider in their hearts that I remember all their wickedness this is God speaking to us now now their own deeds have surrounded them they are before my face See, God, everything that we do and everything that we say is before God's face. A little further down in Hosea 11, 7, my people are bent on backsliding from me. Though they call me to the most high, none of them exalt him. They call to the most high, but none of them exalt him. And then, uh, you know, I was telling you about Hosea and Jeremiah and how they were calling the people to repent. Jeremiah 8, 5 says, why has his people slidden back? Jerusalem, Jerusalem, that's the people of God. In a perpetual backsliding, they hold fast to deceit. They refuse to return. So God is saying, my people, come home, come return to me, you know. I do not overlook this, as it says in Hosea. And their, their, their deeds are always before me. No, their condition appears perpetual. Their hearts are always going astray. Even as individuals vary in the degrees of spiritual or, or commitment, some are more prone to falling away by reason of choice. We, we choose to fall away. We must be... Um, uh, open to the Holy Spirit family. Listen to the Holy Spirit tonight. You know, some of us, like I say, you may have fallen away. You may be on the way to falling away. But turn around. 
God repent, repent, God is forgiving. <laughs> yes, he is forgiving. Second Timothy 2.15 says, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Don't be ashamed, family. Don't, don't go to the road of shame. Backsliding is, as the word implies, a sliding back. Not a jump off the cliff, but a coasting downhill. Spiritual growth requires a conscious effort, doesn't it? If there's no growth, we succumb to the ways of the flesh. Some may be in stages of backsliding. It doesn't happen suddenly. Like I said, it takes a little sleep, a little slumber, a folding of the hands, as it says in Proverbs 24, 33. A little of this, a little of that, a little of this, a little, and boom, there you are. You're in a backslidden state before you know it. So a Christian might not ever be tempted to murder, but faces count. Countless opportunities to to hate people or speak evil of his brother or do sins, which seems smaller to them. <laughs> but, you know, the sin is sin. Evil is evil. <laughs> A backslidden condition may be manifested openly in public, you know, on uh, doing drugs or drinking or lying or cursing or uh, angry words, etc., but it occurs in the heart. Now, watch this, Proverbs fourteen fourteen. The backslider in heart will be filled with his own ways. So it could be just in her heart. You don't have to do it or say it, but it's in your heart. If it's in your heart, it's done. Wow. Doing things in secret is another symptom of backsliding. Second Kings seventeen nine. Also, here it is. Also, the children of Israel secretly did against the Lord their God things that were not right, and they built for themselves high places and all their cities, from watchtower to fortified city. They did it secretly. They didn't think God was looking. Come on, He's looking all the time. He does look. All the time, they're ever before his face. You know, there's always before his face, like I said in Hosea 7 2. It's always before God's face. Everything you do, everything you say, it's, you can't hide from him. Nothing's done in secret. Often concealed or secret sins, the backslider's condition may remain hidden behind a facade of religiousness. No, boy, I've seen a lot of that. I've seen a lot of religion and people are in a backslidden state. We could have all the right doctrines and show the right appearances of honor among men, but yet still in our hearts be filled with lust and jealousy and bitterness or even practice secret sins. A backslider does not stay near the altar of God for very long because a backslider will squirm under the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And they'll, they'll, they'll wither in discontent 
They're very uncomfortable about being exposed in the presence of the Lord. So if I am showing you that you are in a backslidden state, you should be squirming right now. You should be really upset with all what you're hearing. Backsliding begins in the heart and in the mind. Here's where the enemy can hold us to be captive. And that's why I always preach on 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 6. That we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses or strongholds. We are destroying speculations, vain imaginations, and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God and taken every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. And we are ready to punish all disobedience. Well, some are not. We are ready. The verse says, and we are ready to punish all disobedience whenever your obedience is complete. Well, sometimes we are not. And sometimes we justify sin, like I said before. And so how can we war against that if we're not ready to punish all disobedience? Family, we got to be ready for that. You know, we're... Paul writes this because many were taken captive through philosophy and empty deception and traditions of men. So we we have to understand that backsliding is is devastating. It's devastating. Paul continues to write in to Second uh, Timothy two twenty six. And he tells us that we may come to our senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been held, having been taken captive by him to do his will. So, so Christians are sometimes taken captive to do the will of Satan. That's backsliding, family. That's backsliding. When you find yourself in some sin, some secret sin, something that, uh, um, you're being held captive by the devil to do his will. Here's another thing that might uh, shock you. Um, Paul says it is possible to pr- profess the truth verbally, that's with our mouths, but deny the Lord in our actions. Titus 1, verse 16. Here's what it says. They profess to know God. Yeah, we know God. We're born-again Christians. We know God. Here it goes. They profess to know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable, discontent, and disqualified for every good work. Oh, no! You see, when I get to the end of my life, I want to hear good Well done, faithful servant. Enter in. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear abomination, disobedient, and disqualified. I don't want to hear that. Paul is writing to Titus 1.16. Exactly that. Some people will be an abomination, disobedient, and disqualified. Now, 
I want to talk to you about um, some here backsliding scriptures. Israel repeated backsliding. Israel's repeated backslidings are well documented. They they Israel they turned their back on God many times in the Old Testament. Here's some of the many Old Testament Lot. You remember Lot? Genesis 19, verse 1 through 22. Saul, he turned his back on God. 1 Samuel 15, verse 11. 1 Samuel 15, verse 26 through 28. <laughs> Here's some people that also turned their back. Ammon, 2 Kings. 21, verse 22 and 23. Rehoboam, 2 Chronicles 12, verses 1 and 2. Asa, 2 Chronicles 16, 7 through 9. Joash, 2 Chronicles 24, 24. These are people that of the Old Testament. Here's another one. When Solomon was old, his wives turned him away. His heart went after other God. Remember, Solomon had many wives, and his wives turned him away. They went. He went after other gods, and the Lord was angry with Solomon. And that you'll find that in First Kings eleven four. Now, there's many other things I want to talk to you about. There are times entire churches. Well, let me go back a little bit here. Some uh, of Jesus' disciples backslid too. They went back. They walked no more with him. John 666. Wow. Isn't that something? 666. The mark of the beast. I didn't realize that until I just looked at it right now. John chapter 6, verse 66. Some of his disciples fell away. You know, and some of you are his disciples. Please do not fall away. Some fell away. Matthew twenty six fifty six. Some returned. Thomas, remember Thomas? He had unbelief in his heart. John twenty, verse twenty seven through twenty nine. He didn't believe Jesus was Jesus until Jesus showed his hands. Look at my hands. Look at my side. How about Peter, who three times denied the Lord in the face of persecution after Jesus was arrested? I don't know him. I don't know him. And then he started cursing. I don't know him. Wow. See, if they did it, we could do it too. These are these are people of, of faith. These are people that follow Jesus. At times, entire churches are mentioned as having backslidden. The, church, the Corinthian church, 2 Corinthians 12, verse 20 and 21. How about the Galatian church? The Galatian church, Galatians 1, verse 6. Galatians 3, verse 1. Galatians 4, verse 9 through 11. Galatians 5, verse... Do you see what I'm saying, family? Galatians 5, verse 6. How about the churches in Asia going after Satan? The churches going after Satan. 
First Timothy 5, verse 15. These are backslidden churches. Are you hearing me, family? These are whole congregations. The Ephesians church, Revelation 2, verse 4. Revelation 2, verse 14, 15. Verse 20. Revelation 3, verse 2. Revelation 3, verse 15 and 18. The New Testament, many, many mentions of backslidings. Um, there's Alexander and Hymenius, 1 Timothy 1, verse 9 through 20. See, there's many backsliders. 1 Timothy 1, verse 19 and 20. Having faith and good conscience, which some have rejected concerning the faith, have suffered shipwreck, of whom are Hymenius and Alexander, whom I delivered to Satan, that they may, may not learn to blaspheme. So Paul is writing that he's turned them over to Satan. These are people that have blasphemed. These were believers. 2 Timothy Verse, chapter 1, verse 15. This you know, that all those in Asia have turned away from me among who are Pelagius, I can't even pronounce it, Philgolius and Harmonius. How about that? How about that? Second Timothy 4.10, yet even of those who followed, some have loved this present world, turned aside, and fell away. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot that Paul writes about a lot. Life is filled with choices, family. Daily, we have decisions that we may draw nearer to God, or some things may cause us to fall away from God. We have an enemy whose purpose is to render us ineffective for the kingdom. His name is Satan. He has demons. They try to convince us. You know, his desire is to discredit and disprove both the work of, of, the, word, of the word of God by weighing us down or wearing us out. Satan seeks to strip us of our spiritual strength by tempting us to exert our own efforts elsewhere. If he cannot convince us to commit an obviously outrageous offense, he seems to crowd our lives with other interests, such as the cares of this world. Scripture speaks as much of backsliding as it does about getting saved family. You know, we, we the Bible talks about being in a backslidden state or getting saved. It really does. It talks about both equally. <laughs> Once we accept Jesus, our problems don't cease. <laughs> quite, quite the contrary. You know, when a person is an unbeliever, he is where Satan wanted him. But when he has a, becomes a believer, you know, he poses a threat to the, to the kingdom of Satan. And all hell breaks loose. 
salvation, by the way, family, is, is completely free. It's free for everyone who chooses Jesus, their Lord. You know, however, many promises of God are conditional upon our being obedient to his word. We, we, think, we read things in the Bible, if you listen, if you keep, if you return, if you obey me, says the Lord, then, you know, there's always conditional, there's always, and I want you to, when you come to those places in your Bible where it says, if you keep, if you return, if you obey, I want you to circle those things. And also, I want you to circle then, when you see it in the Bible, because these are, 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 are they're followed by uh, uh, a condition. It's always conditional. Such as Exodus fifteen twenty six, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in His sight, give ear to His commandments and keep all His statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Wow! So this is an example of if you do this, then guess what? You get good health. God heals you. So that's conditional, isn't it? That's conditional. In 1 Kings 3.14, it says this. So if you walk in my ways, if, circle the if, if you walk in my ways to keep my statutes and my commandments as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your days, long lives. If, if you do this, if you do this, I will give you long life. See, these are conditions. If you do that, I will do this. That's what God is saying. Here's another one. First Kings 11, verse 38. And I will always be with you if you do what I say is right. Wow. So God will always be with us if we do what he says. And then it continues on. You must obey all my commandments. If you obey my laws and commands as David did, I will be with you. So what is going on here, family? Conditions, conditions. And watch this now. I will make your family a lasting family of kings as I did for David and give Israel to you. God's presence. Family of kings. Ownership of the land. First Chronicles 22, 13. If <laughs> you, will, you will prosper if you take care to fulfill the statutes and judgments which the Lord has charged Moses concerning Israel. Success if you will prosper. Here's, here's the, a good one too. If you return to the Lord, this is 1 Samuel 7, 3. If you return to the Lord with all your hearts and put away the foreign gods and the storths from among you and prepare your hearts for the Lord and serve him only and he will deliver you from the hand of the Philistines. So if you return, we have victory over demons. Wow. There's a lot of more. There's a lot more ifs here. There's a lot more. 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. A lot more. So the, the Lord tells us, he calls us to look at repentance in a, in a different way here. Second Corinthians 13, 5, it says, examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Wow, family. He's talking to the church. Second Corinthians. He's talking to the Corinthian church. That's us. Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you are disqualified. So when we wander outside the boundaries of his will, we tread on territory that's dangerous. Not only that, but spiritually speaking, we need to test ourselves to find out if we're really truly in the faith or else we're disqualified. If you're in the faith, you're following Christ. You're following his ways. If you love me, you will follow me. That's what Jesus said. You have uh, uh, to follow him or else you're disqualified. Many times we we cause many, many things can cause backsliding. Some are hidden. Others are quite obvious. You know, we have to examine ourselves. Thank you, Lord. So Paul continues to write it to the church, 1 Corinthians 6.12. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. Family, listen to this. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. You see, you can be brought under the power of defeat. So we have liberty to do certain things, but Paul says, will these things build me up or will they cause me to be in a backslidden state? (laughs) Some are brought back into a backslidden state. Thank you, Lord. Jeremiah 2, 17 says, have you not brought this on yourself? Brought what? Disaster. <laughs> what happens when you are in a backslidden state? Well, shortly you'll find yourself in disaster. So I want to remind you that the the road is never long going back to God. Remember the prodigal son? He got he came to his senses. Tonight I'm asking you to come to your senses. I want you to turn around, find out where you are. You know, the, the, the prodigal son, the prodigal son found himself in a pig pen eating, wanting desperately to eat the slop of the pigs. But the, the pigs were eating, I want it, I'm so hungry. He was in a backsliding state because he turned away. He turned away. And then he says, I'll, I know what I'll do. I'll go back to my father. And that's what God is calling you to do today, right now. He's calling you back. God wants us to come back. You know, as the prodigal son realized what he did, he started heading back to his father. And his father saw him from a long way off and ran to him. Remember that? He ran to him. (laughs) Put a robe on him, put a ring on him, put slippers on him, 
God's ready to to take everyone back in. <clears throat> Here's a thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God promises to receive those who return. You know, um, I'm going to read to you Second Chronicles 7.14. This is like a refrigerator verse that everyone has on a refrigerator, but I, I want you to hear it in the spirit. Don't Just don't hear the words. Let the Holy Spirit pierce your heart as you listen to this. Second Chronicles 7.14. If, remember, that's conditional. If, remember, circle it in your Bible. If. If my people who are called by my name, this is conditional, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. God is saying, if you will just wake up, family, and turn from your wicked ways. You've got to humble yourself, your pride, your self-pride. If you just turn away from that, he says, if you turn from your wicked ways, watch this now. Then, remember, you circle the ifs and the thens. Oh, and by the way, not in this scripture, but in any other scripture, if you find a therefore, Circle that too, because all these things are conditional, if, then, or therefore. So here we have two of them. We have, if my people are called by my name, that's my people, God's people, you're, that's you, you're Christians, you're loving God. If my people are called by my name, will humble themselves, come on, look at what you're doing, look at what you're saying. Is it truly following God? Or is there sin involved in it? If my people are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, come back to him, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Conditional. God is patient towards those who keep on backsliding. However, family he's limited what do you mean he's limited he wants us he's always calling us back he's always saying repent repent come back to me come on back come on back you're turning too far come on back don't go down that road you're gonna head towards sin don't go there don't go there that's what god is always saying but he's patient but then he's limited. Jeremiah fifteen six. You have forsaken me, says the Lord. You have gone backward. Therefore, I will stretch out my hand against you and destroy you. I am weary of relenting. Now, there's a place where he says, enough. I had enough. Turn around. Come back. No, no, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't. And, and then all of a sudden he says, okay, I had enough. I had enough. I had enough.
Hebrews 10, verse 38 and 39. Now the just shall live by faith, but if, circle that if, but if anyone draws back, in other words, backsliding, my soul has no pleasure in him. Wow. But God, I want you to have pleasure in me. I want you to love me. I want you, I, I know you love me, God. I want you to have pleasure in me. He says, turn back. Turn back. Turn back. Must believers repent? Family, must believers repent? Yes. Huh. You see, the just man falls seven times, Proverbs twenty four sixteen. But he doesn't stay fallen. He gets up again. He doesn't remain in sin. He repents. <laughs> As I... <laughs> You know, I, I gave you some people that fell earlier. Um, Moses couldn't go into the promised land because he didn't have faith. He broke faith with God. He didn't believe that God was going to do something. Strike the rock. No, this time speak to the rock. What? Well, he, he didn't have that faith to just speak to the rock, so he fell away. David fell, Bathsheba. Uh, Peter fell. I don't know him. The churches in Revelation fell. Huh. Scripture written to believers repeatedly warns against falling away. Watch out. Be sober. Take heed. Beware. Hold fast. There, God is always, throughout Scripture. He's calling us to do all these things. Watch out. Return. Return. Change your ways. Come back. The Bible is always calling us to do this. <laughs> so, complete restoration is possible. God is merciful and he's ready, always ready to forgive. He, you know, he, he wants us to come back. He, children, come back. Come back. Return. Paul writes to the church in 2 Corinthians 13.5. Examine yourselves. Remember I, I told you about that? Test yourselves. He's calling us to do that so that we won't be disqualified. I, I believe Paul wrote this because of what Jesus said in Matthew 7, verse 22 to 24. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, done many wonders in your name? And he's talking to believers. Jesus is talking to believers. That's you and me. And then. I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me. You who practice, circle the word practice. You who practice, and it says in the New King James, lawlessness, but it says in a King James Version, iniquity. Yeah, that's very similar. Lawlessness is sin. 
iniquity are the sins of our fathers. Limitation 5-7. Our fathers have sinned and are no more, and we bear their iniquity. That's coming down through the generational line. So those who practice sin, their own sin, or iniquity, the lawlessness of their fathers, generational curse, God will say, Jesus, God, will say, I never knew you, you who practice these things. So, Jesus is warning us, and Paul is warning us also, and other scriptures, that there will be many on that day who profess to be Christians, and Jesus says to them on that day, depart from me. No, that's not what I want to hear. I don't want to hear depart from me. I want to hear well done. Well, what, what you you practice lawlessness. You practice sins. You you practice your ancestors' sins. So there will be many professing Christians who died in a perpetual backslidden state. Please, family, we don't know the hour or the time or or the day that we're going to go before God. There'll be many who profess to be Christians who died in this backslidden state, who thought God was somehow okay. God, you're okay with my backslidden state. No, he isn't. These are followers of Jesus who are practicing sin. Are you practicing sin? Are you practicing lawlessness? If you are, it's time to turn around, family. I don't want to stand before Jesus one day and have him declare this on me. It would be a rude awakening for eternity. No, no. This is very sobering. It's a litmus test to everyone who practices or professes that Jesus Christ is their Savior. And I'm asking you to listen very carefully to what he says. First John 5.13 These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. Family, here it is. And that you may continue to believe in the name of of the Son of God. What things? What things? Well, that was written in 1 John 5. Let's look at what was written just before that in 1 John 3 to understand why this was written. 1 John 3, 4. Verse 4. Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. And you know that he... That's God, Jesus, was manifested to take away our sins. And in him, there is no sin. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor knows him. Little children, let no one be deceived. Let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he that's Jesus, is righteous. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Who has been born of, whoever, whoever has been born of God does not sin. 
for his seed, seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. And this, the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. Whoever does not practice, circle that, underline that, whoever does not practice Whoever does not practice righteousness is not from God. If you are in a perpetual state of backsliding, you are not practicing righteousness, family. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who who does not love his brother. So the litmus test is, are you practicing righteousness or are you practicing lawlessness? A backslidden person is practicing lawlessness, not righteousness. Family, it's time for us to get into renouncing sin. I want you to renounce sin. I want you to think of the sin that you've been doing and renounce it. Think the sins that you have been doing and renounce them in the name of Jesus Christ. Say, Lord, I renounce this sin. I turn from this sin. I will not practice these sins anymore. Think of all the things that you've been doing or saying and say, Lord, I I am turning away right now and I will not practice these things anymore. I am going to practice righteousness. Now, repent. There's two things, renouncing and repenting. Renouncing says you're not going to do it anymore. Repentance says I'm turning from it. I'm changing my thinking. I'm changing it back to righteousness. And I repent of my sin. I turn back to righteousness. Thank you, Father. Now, everyone repeat after me. That you're born again, believer, repeat this. Matthew 18, 18. Whatever I bind on earth shall have been bound in heaven. You see, I bind every evil spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind every spirit that causes backsliding and spirits of backsliding. Lord, you gave me authority over them in Luke ten nineteen. I have a, a spiritual authority over every backsliding spirit in the name of Jesus. Bind, you are bound in Jesus' name. And I bind you, and now I take authority in Jesus' name, and I command you out in the name of Jesus Christ. Every spirit that has to do with backsliding, I command you out in the name of Jesus. I command you out of everyone who's listening to to me tonight or listening to me on the broadcast later on in some other time that God has put you and appointed you to come to this teaching. I command every spirit that binds and that, that, that takes me aside to crooked ways, that turns my heart away from God, that makes me forsake the law, the law of the Lord. I, com- I command the spirits that make me leave my first love, the spirits that make me de- deny God, deny the Lord, that makes me lose my saltiness, that causes me to return to my vomit, spiritual decay. You, the spirit of dead branch, I command you to come out of me in the name of Jesus and come out of everyone who's listening in the name of Jesus Christ. All spirits of rebellion and stubbornness and pride, defiance, haughtiness, I command you to come out in Jesus' name. All spirits of grumbling, complaining, fighting, contention, I command you to come out. Anger, rage, temper, violence, murder, I command you to come out in Jesus' name. All delusion 
every spirit that deludes me, the spirit of worldliness, the lust of the world, the pride of life. I come into you, every evil spirit that causes me to, to justify my sins, that gives me a calloused heart. I command you to come out of me and come out of all of those that are listening. Come out in Jesus' name, the spirit of the God of this age, the God of this world that blinds my mind. I command you to come out in Jesus' name, in the name of every spirit of Antichrist, every spirit of anti-God, holy, every spirit spirit of anti-Holy Spirit, anti-anointing, every spirit that rejects God, rejects his ways, rejects his statutes. I command you, waywardness, come out in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus, the spirit of error, the lust of the eyes, narcissism, I command you to come out, spirits that puff me up or puff you up, the show-off spirit, the bragging spirit. The spirits that, that cause religious error, defeat, unbelief, doubt, skepticism, come out in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus Christ. All spirits of new age, all spirits of the powers of the universe, the crystals, the candles burning, all spirits of witchcraft, come out in Jesus' name. Potions, charms, chakras, that's right, out, yoga, out, come out in Jesus' name. Horoscope, every spirit of, of hypocrisy hypocrisy come out in the name of jesus in the name of uh, uh, every spirit uh, uh, that, that that causes me to desert god desert his principles i command you to come out in jesus name apostasy come out in jesus name all spirit spirits that renounce the atoning work of jesus christ on the cross i command you to come out in jesus name all spirits that blind my mind, that veil my mind, or veil your mind, that come out in Jesus' name. All spirits that make you bent, or bent backwards, or backsliding, I command you to come out in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, that make you count, go counter, spirits that cause you to, to be persistently wrong, or justify your sin, I command you to come out in Jesus' name, out in the name of Jesus, sacred sins, concealment, all spirits of, of worldly philosophy, the traditions, spirits that, that hold your mind captive to do Satan's will, I command you to come out in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus Christ, that spirits that disqualify you, make you disobedient, that cause you to walk no longer with Jesus, that deny Jesus, that cause you to be shipwrecked in your faith. I command you to come out in the name of Jesus. Repent, family. Turn. Come back to the Lord promptly in the name of Jesus. Now receive. Now receive something, a blessing from God. Receive. Receive. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. First John one nine says, If we confess our sins, He, He, that's God, is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness say with me Lord I repent I am so sorry I'm so sorry now be filled with the Holy Spirit every area where there was demonic activity in your mind 
Be filled with the Holy Spirit in those areas. Be filled with Jesus Christ in those areas. Say with me, Lord, I give these areas to you to rule and reign in, to be God in, so that when the devil tries to come back, he'll see you ruling there and reigning there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for healing my mind. Now, whatever spirit that has entered into you, that has left you, that has caused sickness or disease, I command those spirits to leave and enter you no more. And for your body to be healed in the name of Jesus. As your mind is healed, let it be so that your body be healed at the same time. From any spiritual disease that was brought into you, any sickness or any disease, be healed in the mighty name of Jesus. And some of you are going to find that you're healed of heart attack, lupus, stroke, high blood pressure. Some of these things are caused that have caused you to be in a backslidden state are gone now. And God is healing your body right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. And I want you to tell Shannon. I want you to call Shannon up and say, Shannon, I was healed and Jesus healed me. It's not Frank Marzullo that healed you. Jesus healed you. And let Shannon know so he can give a testimony. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Back to you, Shannon. Hey, this is a powerful teaching tonight. We're live with Pastor Frank Marzullo. Brother Frank, what do you want to title this for the archive today? Repentance. <laughs> awesome. Oh, no, wait, wait. Backsliding, backsliding. <laughs> backsliding. Excellent. Backsliding. Okay. I'll get this posted quickly. Brother Frank, I want you to tell people about uh, the ministry that you have, how they can reach you, and how they can support your work. Well, first, let's go by supporting the work. Uh, you ate on Omega Man Radio tonight. That's where you pay the bill. And I, family, that's where you, when you come to my website, you can support me that way. But tonight, or when you listen to this, I want you to tithe to this radio station, Omega Man Radio. And um, Shannon, I want you to give that information out, how they can support you. Because, see, I'm just a guest here. I'm just a hireling, just like you are. But they're being fed at this storehouse, at this right now, this is the storehouse, Malachi three eight, where you are being fed. So Shannon, tell them how to support you. If you would like to support this network, you can go to omegamanradio.com. We have a couple ways to do it. Best way of course is PayPal, but uh, we appreciate anyone who would like to do that. Thank you, Brother Frank. You're welcome. And now how does how to listen to me? Well, you go to spiritualwarfarenow.com, spiritualwarfarenow.com. And if that doesn't work, you can go to frankmarzullo.com. That's F-R-A-N-K, M as in Mary, A-R, Z as in Zebra, U-L-L-O.com, frankmarzullo.com. And you can go into my uh, website, I have uh, 15 books that I wrote. You can go into the store and look at those. My dad wrote 26. I followed it in his footsteps. 
and we're all on spiritual warfare and deliverance. There are free messages for um, audio to listen to that ha- offer free ministry and deliverance. There's also video archives you can go to to get free ministry and deliverance. But if you want to follow me or call me, you can get ministry over the telephone, area code 386-736-2820. Remember, I'm a different storehouse or warehouse. You can also um, make your donations there too as well. But I want you to understand that we're all in the family of God, and this is a ministry of Jesus Christ, setting the captives free. That's what Shannon Davis is about. That's what I'm about, setting the captives free. Amen. We'll have this up in the archive shortly, and uh, I encourage you to get this out to everybody you can and share it. Brother Frank, you, Brother Frank, you want to close us in prayer tonight, my friend? Lord, you have given us a cleansed mind, and we thank you for that. We thank you for opening our mind. Lord, you had no darkness in your mind. Lord, you don't want any darkness in our mind either, and we thank you for setting us free, for giving us liberty. Wherever there was something that was dirty and dirty, filthy in our mind, you took it out tonight. And Lord, over this period of time that we're healing, bring up other things that need to be considered to have a cleansed mind in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I ask that you heal everyone as they go along and give test. let them give testimony of your healing and your grace. Let them tell other people about what you did for them. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. My friend, we're going to see you back on Wednesday, February 21st, 8 p.m. Eastern. I'm yes. looking forward to it. That's right. That's right. I'll, I'll be with you again. A real honor to work with you. I'm excited every time you come on. Thank you, Brother Frank. God bless you. Bye-bye. Hey, it is so good to have Pastor Frank Marzullo back on. Praise God. Also, very soon, I believe we're going to have Brother John Kyle back from the Oasis Church. I've already made contact with him and uh, looking forward to to some great broadcasts this month with you all. Okay, we've got a couple shows still to go. Uh, We're going to take a break. I'm going to save this, reboot it, and then um, we're going to be back for a song or two and then go into the Word, speak my Word, and then at uh, the top of the hour, we're going to have the Demon Hotline. We're going to be joined tonight with um, Minister Doug Perry, Fellowship of the Martyrs, taking phone calls. If you need prayer, deliverance, or you've got a question or comment, We'll have wide open lines for you at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. And we have a new number here on Blog Talk Radio as of the last six months. They gave me a new number. It's uh, 515-602-9734. It's in the uh, chat room right now, 515-602-9734. You can also get that number from going to my website. Hey, a couple other quick announcements. I discovered that WhatsApp has a thing called a WhatsApp group. And I knew that you could put a group together with your friends, but in terms of a public channel that anybody can um, tap into, like a Telegram group, I just discovered that feature. 
and I've turned one on. So for those of you that use WhatsApp and you'd like to follow the Omega Man WhatsApp channel, there's a link to that on my website. Now, why did I set that up? Well, you know, I use my uh, Android phone for just about everything. That's where I get photographs from Mama and Rita of the boys and uh, Jemima, and I get a lot of photographs and um, links and things like that. You know, it's easy. It's just to share right off that phone. And now that I can do it to WhatsApp, if you want to follow this channel, I will um, send updates up there, uh, maybe some interesting videos you might want to check out, of course, family photos, any special announcements. You'll get them very quickly that way. And it's just a one-way feed, so there's not the ability to comment like with a Telegram, but at the same time, uh, if you're interested in following me on WhatsApp, you can do that. And uh, what else we got going on? Okay, if you go to OmegaManRadio.com, we've got all 11 issues of the Omega Man magazine up there. Download them. They're free. Who knows? We might bring that back again. But those magazines are not your typical magazine. Most of them are 200, 300 pages in some cases, all on PDF. Um, I'm putting together a beta test for deliverance registry map. It's a map of the USA. You click on it, it will give you a list of any deliverance ministers that I know personally can vouch for and there might be one in your state and I just set it up two days ago so I'm going to build it and enhance it but the beta test is right there on the website check that out Um, all the shows are being uploaded daily to podbean.com there's an app for that or you can access that through the web omegaman.podbean.com now, from there, there's 12 other platforms that pick up the feed, like iTunes, for example, Google, Amazon, etc. And if you go to the top of the omegaman.podbean.com page, you'll see some links to those other sites. And if you click on them, it may be an app that you prefer to listen to the show from, and you can just subscribe to that. It's all free. Uh, or you can download the shows direct to your computer by going to the link directly. Now... Um, I've decided probably what I can do consistently is I'm going to upload a remastered show every day. I just put four of them up there. We call them the relocated, reloc- reloaded shows. That's simply, I went back to episode one, and I'm working my way forward, remastering those that need to be remastered, and uploading them. Um, hopefully, you'll see that thing grow. So I'm going to do one per day in addition to all the, the current live shows that we're doing. Now, I've got another project that we're working on, and uh, I'm working a little bit on it every day. We're making some progress. Hopefully, I'll have an announcement to make that it's live soon, and that is the Vault project. The Vault is a server that I have set up, and I'm going to take and dump everything that we've got, all 10,700-plus shows up there, in their current form I can always uh, overwrite one as I need to as I uh, upgrade it but that is the plan and uh, we're going to dump them right there on the server so you get access to them and if things go good I'll also be able to set that up as an RSS feed and you can import those into your favorite um, podcast player versus having to go over there and just you know download or play one at a time uh, so I've reached out to a little bit of help there to a guy who um, 
wrote some RSS generator software. Hopefully, I'll get a reply back to him, from him, and um, I'll be on my way to getting this thing done. Praying that God give me some special wisdom so I can f- figure out how to do this uh, the easiest way. So that's something that's in uh, process right there. What other announcements I need to make? I think that's it. Go to OmegaManRadio.com. Check it at least once a week. Uh, we've got a Substack list if you want to be on my email list. I won't email you that often, but if we need to get a hold of you and other systems fail, well, the Substack will be a back channel for you, similar to that WhatsApp channel. I do expect censorship to increase, and that's why I've moved to uh, set up some of these platforms that will be censorship-resistant like our own offshore server. That is a reality, and I'm building some websites on it now. Uh, the mailing list, etc. Okay, I think that's it. Um, if there's somebody you'd like to have on this program, see them as a guest, reach out to them. If you know them, get their contact information, and um, all I need is a cell phone to text them at and maybe a website we can look at. And I'll try to uh, reach out to them. Some have already been suggesting some new speakers. We've got plenty of slots, so plenty of room for new people. And um, I'll reach out to people and see if we can get them booked for the show. We want to continue to grow this channel and uh, bring on more and more people and just increase it. Uh, our official uh, air date, air time rather, is uh, nightly, Monday through Friday, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. We'll go later if we need to. And then uh, Wednesdays, like we did today, we'll have international shows. Now, we were going to do three today. Brother Elvis wasn't able to make it and had a situation come up. He'll be on in two weeks. Elvis Newhart from Germany. But we had Michael Cummins and David Measures from England. And that's every um, Wednesday that we do those international shows, two or three per week. I've already got them all posted. All these shows are free to list stream, free to uh, download. Just go to OmegaManRadio.com. You'll get the um, instructions on how to do it. Three ways to listen. You can listen live on MixLR, Blog Talk Radio, IceCast, which is on my uh, website. Actually, four ways, and then the phone number. Those instructions, again, are on my website, OmegaManRadio.com. Now, that page is best viewed from a computer and a big screen. doesn't look too good on a little, uh, iPhone, you know, little phone, so... This is a uh, old-school, full-screen website. Uh, I am working as another project. Uh, we're going to activate another domain for a uh, another s- mirror server of Omega Man, but that one will probably be designed to work best on uh, mobile phones because that's where most people are viewing content these days. So we've got our main site, OmegaManRadio.com, and I'll have another one that I'll announce later. I've already got the domain. Okay. That's it for announcements. Uh, God bless you. Let me save this program. We'll be right back. 